Because I was like, who do you think it is if I'm singing along to every word? And she was like, I don't know. Taylor Swift, obviously. It's only it's what I do all day, every day is eat, breathe, drink, live Taylor Swift. celebrating ladies that a new lady decided to join my family i have a new niece y'all and she's real cute we're very excited um this is me hi (laughs) it's bethany the one who has a cute new niece and my clan has lots of cute nieces and cute nephews um but none that entered the world this week but hi my clan how are you how you doing today on this chaos thursday (laughs) how am i doing well friends friends weirdos weirdos another day in america another shooting yeah so yeah we are recording this on valentine's day happy valentine's day yeah happy valentine's day everyone um yeah yep i don't even yep how are you (laughs) i'm well you know i was having a great day and um, I did come out to uh, obviously some unfortunate news about, yeah, yet another shooting in America. Um, so that kind of did put a downer. I was like, oh man, like I was, I'm making some little treats for a baby shower tonight. I was looking forward to recording, obviously, with you. Um, I really thought tonight was going to be like all fun times talking about like, you know, good stuff. And like, is Taylor Swift going to be featured on the Beyonce album? Like, stuff like that. That's, like, our normal fare, obviously, on Chaos Thursday. I mean, sometimes we get in some real feminist rants. Um, and then this happened. And it, like, really did kind of take the the uh, wind out of my sails, which obviously, like, uh, my feelings aren't important. Like, the, the people who had to uh, endure this terrible event's feelings are the ones that are most important. But, um, yeah, it's really hard not to be frustrated by uh, – hearing stuff about this because again we don't have a lot of details and in case you're like what are y'all talking about i'm sure most of you have probably seen especially by the time this episode comes out but there was a shooting in kansas city um like i said there's not a lot of details we know that two suspects were taken into custody we know that there is at least unfortunately one confirmed person who has been killed many many others severely injured including children And again, Mm -hmm. it's unclear if the shooting started because they knew that this big event was happening and they wanted to, you know, cause terror. According to sources so far, this was not some kind of terrorist attack. Um, But I don't know. It's just like it's I mean, it's definitely at least a mass shooting. And it's just like it's Mm -hmm. just frustrating. Like people should be able to go to a Super Bowl parade and not fear for their life. Like it's just I don't know. I'm tired. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of all of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have family in Kansas City. So when I got that breaking news alert, I was like, 
okay, cool. Um, luckily, my family did go to the parade, but they left early, so they're okay. Yes, thank God. Thank God. But it was, it's just, it's, I just started walking my dog afterwards to try to like clear my head because like, obviously when you, when you're like, holy shit, is my family yeah. dead? Um, they're not. Thank God. Um, but yeah, I just needed to like clear my head and I'm just like, is there anywhere that's safe no. in America? No. Like, no. Like. It's just, it's just so upsetting. It's like, and it's so, and what's the, what the thing is too is like, it's so preventable. We, mm-hmm. we don't have to live like this. We do not have to live in constant fear of a mass shooting every single place we go. Yeah. Like, listen, and I'm all for like responsible gun ownership. I'm all for like, if you want to own a gun, like go for it. Like a gun gun, not like a military weapon because that's outrageous. Mm -hmm. You know, we just have no regulation. People are dying by suicide with guns. Mm -hmm. People, um, domestic violence situations are getting to that point where guns get involved Mm -hmm. and people die. Um, of course we have mass shootings constantly kids are dying um and i just i don't understand why there are so many people that can't put their like fucking i don't even know what it is like their need to be tough or something aside to realize that we don't have strong enough gun laws here and like it should have been we should have drawn the line forever ago but when sandy hook happened Mm -hmm. and we didn't Mm -hmm. and then we just had that other shooting last year in that elementary school that was incredibly graphic and the kids died horrible Mm -hmm. deaths and it's just like i don't understand how you can hear stuff like this and think like yeah, but what's more important is the fact that I can have 17 guns in my house for no fucking reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Are you hunting? No. <laughs> Even if you You're are, I don't think you need. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you need uh, an AR for sure. Yeah, that's but very fair. I'm just, I'm, it's, it, we just got the news about this like two hours ago. News just dropped. So it's still pretty fresh. We don't have a lot of information, as Bethany said, but I'm just fucking angry. I'm just angry. I just don't understand why we don't care about other people. It's so basic. And yet here we are. I love when um, like a mass shooting incident occurs and people were like, well, but you know, yeah, this happened. But like really the most gun deaths, when you see that it's from like, it's from gang violence. It's from these inner city shootings. And I was like, so am I supposed to not care about those? Like, I don't want anyone to die at the hand of a gun. Like, I like, that's the weirdest argument to me. And it always comes up and it's like, yeah, but like, you know, really those numbers are inflated because of like, you know, the the crime rates in Chicago and it's like yes of which I would also like to go down like I don't like <laughs> weird and what like, weird thing are to those, say. like are those numbers inflated right or are those just other people who are dying by yeah. gun violence like, like give me a fucking if break it's one person or if it's 20 people if it's what I'd, I would like zero I would like the number to be zero personally but like maybe that's just me I don't I don't know like again like people 
like die in car accidents. I'll just be like, well, more deaths come from car accidents or whatever. And it's like, yeah. And I'd, I'd also like that not to happen. And a lot of people like that not to happen, which is why like they were we like, let's do safety regulations and let's look into this and let's figure out a way. Like every other thing where we're like, wow, a lot of people are losing their life over this. This is terrible. We're like, let's look into it. Let's figure out a way where we can make it safer, except for like this one instance, because people are afraid that the government's going to like, I don't know, try to take over or something. I don't even know. Like, and honestly. like by, by the way, if the fucking U.S. military decides they're going to turn on civilians, which is never, ever, ever going to happen, right. get your head out of your fucking ass. Mm-hmm. A dude in like, you know, a small town with a cache of guns yeah. is not going to do anything. Do you, do you know how like, much the United States spends on our military annually? Do you really think you, with a couple of guns, is really, no matter how, if it's, an, you know, an automatic, if it's whatever gun it is, you with a couple of guns is not going to take on the goddamn U.S. military. You're just not. Like, you and your little militia buddies that get together every weekend, you're not actually ever going to take on the u.s military just so we're all clear like again if they were to ever turn on us as civilians which like you said they won't that's like a we that they wouldn't they just wouldn't but if god forbid they ever did i'd be like well that's how i go like that i'm not gonna put up a fight because there's no way i'm winning it you know what i mean like i don't know and it's like you're using these ridiculous outrageous sci-fi novel shit Mm -hmm. scenarios hypothetical scenarios to justify having something that is actually taking the lives of like hundreds of people a year like probably more than that and it's like it's just like every single argument is wrong in my opinion like there is not a single i don't care if you i don't nope don't care don't care and Cry about it. Yeah. So unfortunately, <laughs> we have it. been having this argument for uh, far too fucking long. Every, yes. you know, people have obviously set, talked about this before, have said it way more eloquently than I ever could. But yeah, I think, I don't yeah. even know how many ever years ago. Again, probably a decade ago, probably even more. I remember there being a piece on The Daily Show and back when Jon Stewart was still hosting, which um, – I mean, obviously, The Daily Show's unfortunately had to cover this uh, one too many times. And, you know, he, he was talking about that fact. Like, we're so worried about, like, hypothetical situations that we're not worried about the real situation and, like, the real lives that we are, like, currently in. And it's like, yeah, I just can't yeah. – I can't jive with that. Like, because that's the thing. Anytime you talk to someone who is all, like, my guns and Second Amendment and whatever, it's always – it's always that. It's like, well, if this, well, if that. I'm telling you what's actually fucking happening right now. Right now, people are dying. And you're like, nah, but what if? No. Like, let's, we're in the right now. We're in reality. And this is what's happening in reality. And, like, you don't care. Um, Yeah. And, again, and like, like, my, just to be clear, like, my dad, like, owned guns growing up. Like, that, like, you know what I mean? Like, there are people in my family right. that have owned guns. But it was always in a very responsible way. And exactly. yeah, there, there was no need to have, you know, AR-15s lying around. Obviously, my like, family never had anything like that. Um, but yeah, like my, my dad used to go hunting and he used to have like a hunting rifle and like a bow and arrow and stuff. And um, a bow and arrow. Yeah, like, <laughs> like legit, whatever. I think it was actually probably like a more technical term for what it is because it wasn't like an old school, but it was like one a of crossbow? those like, yeah, like a crossbow. Um, 
But anyways, it was obviously like locked away and it was like stressed to us how important it was that you do not go in there for any reason, like that it's not for you, you know? Um, so yeah, so yeah. And I would, I can never even, like I have been to a shooting range before y'all and I like hated it. Like it was the scariest thing to me. Like I was like, this mm-hmm. is not fun. And like, if people do enjoy that, like I, I get that that's a thing, like going to shooting ranges and, you know, target practice and stuff is something that's fun for people. And if so, like knock your socks off by all means. But like, honestly, having something like that in my hand was terrifying. Like, I don't think I should be trusted to drive a car, honestly, most days. <laughs> so the fact like, like anything yeah what's happening um the fact of like anything like that i'm like I, i'm like i should not like when someone handed me a loaded weapon i was like i should not be entrusted with this like no no sir um yeah i don't know any more wrap up that well we're gonna like put timestamps in this because obviously i know like this can be like a like a a, a, a very difficult subject i don't want to like um Again, if you're like whatever, really pro gun, I don't care. I'm not worried about upsetting you, but I'm worried about upsetting people that, you know, maybe laughs someone to gun violence or or something like that. If this is a I don't want to use the word triggering in this moment because that seems like a weird thing when you're talking about guns. Yeah. But if it's a tri- triggering uh subject matter for you, uh I promise I'll put timestamps in this episode and we'll let you know and you can tune in when we start talking about um lighter fare. But um Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's just obviously something that's on our mind with this happening. And obviously, um, Michael Ann, you know, knowing someone that it was there, you know, on a, again, thankfully they left early and um, they are safe and sound. And that is very uh, good news. But yeah, it's just scary, y'all. It's just scary to be like worried about your like family and life. your life all the time. I had this whole discussion with my husband like not too long ago, actually. It got like really dark for a minute. Um, but whatever. This is what it's like living with anxiety and living in this country with its really lax gun laws is not help matters. But I was like, I legitimately will weigh things sometimes. Like something sounds really fun. And I legitimately think to myself, but is it worth my life? Because there are certain situations where I'm like, oh, that's 100% where a mass shooting would happen. And that's terrible that I think that way. But I do all the time. Like I literally, before making plans, and like, I don't know if that's worth my life. Like, that sounds fun. But like, if something, no, it's not worth my life. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, like being excited for things, but having to worry about, like, I was telling him, I most of the time feel pretty comfortable going to concerts because you have to go through like security, like concerts and football games. I feel pretty good should go security. But do you want to know what legitimately terrifies me walking in and out of them? absolutely like i think about it mm. every time and you want i go to football like i have season tickets to football y'all and do you want to know what i think about at least once a football like i'm not saying this is like a constant thing that's like running through my mind all the time but as someone with anxiety and as someone who again like values my life and my family's life like at least once a football season we'll be walking out and it's like taking a long time because it was a close game and you know like you're all like all 90,000 of you are leaving at once and they literally have like snipers on top of buildings around the stadium like and they block off certain roads because they don't want people you know whatever like they take as many safety measures as you can but like when you're out and about in the world again and you're just like oh my god it's taking such a long time we're in this mass group if something were to happen right now could we get out of here safely um 
And I think about what happened at that Hamilton, you know, when the, because again, there's sounds of obviously gunfire in Hamilton and someone said something about like, oh, he's got a gun. And then a guy like broke his leg and there was mass panic. And it's like, yeah, because that's such a real situation that you would be going and enjoying a night at the theater and someone would just come and shoot up the place. Like that's just the, the country that we live in. And it was like such a real fear that people ended up injuring themselves trying to get away from a threat that wasn't real, you know? Um, but yeah, it's. I don't know. It's terrible. And it's a terrible thing that like you have (laughs) that we all have to live this way. And I wish my brain like could just let me enjoy things and not worry about stuff like that. But unfortunately, like, you know, it's the country we live in. That's that's like a big reason why I don't go to the movies. Yeah. Um, The only movie theater I feel remotely safe in is the Disney Springs one and the Universal one, of course, because you have to go through metal detectors at both places but like it's just it's just infuriating it's just truly infuriating it's it's uh, i i could go on this could turn into a rant about poverty and health insurance and i just don't think we should do that here on this ya podcast (laughs) so (laughs) y'all this one started a little ranty um I would say sorry, but like I'm not because I don't know. Like this Thursdays are for us to get out our thoughts and feelings on things. And yes, usually it's about happy subject matter. Um, but mm-hmm. occasionally news like this breaks right before we record. And uh, I don't know, which needed to word vomit about it for a little bit, I guess, and yeah. talk about how sad it makes me. But yeah. We can we can move on to lighter topics now. We can move on <laughs> to lighter topics. Since today is a day of love, we were talking at the office about what people's like wedding songs were, like what was their first dance to, which was like a fun conversation. And I was so surprised how many people like didn't have one. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> Um, like obviously a lot of people did and again like no judgment to people that didn't like a lot of people sound like you know this one person I was talking to was like we just had like a nice sit down dinner like we didn't really have like a reception per se like it was just like a nice big dinner and I was like oh that's lovely like if that's like what you're like not everyone's into to dancing and stuff Michaeline and I cannot relate um no. <laughs> having attended both of our weddings I can tell you we were all about the dancing portion of the evening <laughs> but I was just yes. like oh wow like I didn't like I didn't even realize that was an option that you wouldn't have a first song but yeah some people didn't and that um shocked me but yeah yep. I just I I love love and I like I like shocking it was a good it was a nice little topic that is nice I had the oh, I had a bitch of a time finding a wedding song to be honest yeah. it was like nothing was good enough and then we're like one month out and i'm like shit we still don't have a wedding song and we ended up just going for so when we first started dating um i don't know if we've talked about this but it was literally two weeks after i ended an engagement so i wasn't really trying to date anyone seriously he wasn't really trying to date anyone seriously it just kind of happened um and so his roommates, like anytime he would leave their house to go visit me, his roommates would sing accidentally in love <laughs> from Shrek. So that we I found an instrumental slowed down version of Accidentally in Love, and that was our song because I there are so many options and it's like 
I just couldn't. There's too many options, yeah. really, is the problem. Yeah. No, it's it's very tricky. And the thing about, like, planning wedding music is you don't realize how many songs you're going to have to. It's like, when I walk down the aisle, when we walk yes. down the aisle together, the, you know, daughter-father dance, the mother-son dance, our first dance, the cake-cutting song. Like, there's just so many, like, songs that you don't realize. Like, it was my first favorite part probably of planning the wedding and at the same time one of the most like stressful things because I just it it meant a lot to me um also I just want everyone to know that today I would we decided a couple of the girls the girlies decided we would go treat ourselves for lunch because you know what like it's Valentine's Day like I think Valentine's Day can also be about just like loving yourself you know what I mean and so we uh, – most of us had packed our lunch and we're like, we're not feeling it. You want to go somewhere? So we went somewhere. And they had a – the music in this restaurant was like a lot of like almost like coffee shop versions of certain songs. Like a lot of them like seemed like slowed down kind of more like – like I don't know. I really liked it. Like there was – I can't remember which Sheeran song it was now. Shoot. But anyways, I was like, I don't think I've ever heard this version of this song before. Like I like this. I have to like look this up. It must have been like one time he did it like live somewhere. Um, like live in a, a lounge or whatever. But anyways, they had on the 10-minute version of All Too Well, and we love that. I was like, whoa, not only is it All Too Well, but 10-minute version with fuck the patriarchy said there was no – I was like, we were in a restaurant, and they just said that over the speakers. Hell yeah. <laughs> in the middle of the afternoon. And I, of course, was like, oh, this is my jam. And I was like getting into it and stuff. And my friend who was sitting next to me goes, who is this? Who, who is this? As if, A, if I'm singing every word to it, who could it possibly be? But also, how do you not know all too well? I was like, this is only the most iconic Taylor Swift song. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my what? God. Because she's like, this is good. I want to look this up. And I was like, it's fucking Taylor Swift. It's like her most iconic. This is the greatest song of all time, actually. <laughs> um, I want to look this up. It sounds good. Have you been living under a rock? it. I was flabbergasted truly so I was like also like even if you didn't know like you know me well enough to know who this probably was you know what I mean but yeah I was just like because I was like who do you think it is if I'm singing along to every word and she was like I don't know Taylor Swift obviously it's only it's what I do all day every day is eat breathe drink live Taylor Swift (laughs) yep there's the motto of my life 100% 100 percent she's like oh i guess i, I should have guessed that it's like yeah yeah you should have yeah it was tricky like the walking down the aisle i like had that pretty much planned out for a while i was uh walked down the aisle to the instrumental version of um so this is love from cinderella of course yeah and that was like an easy choice yeah but it was just that fucking warning song and then they were like do you want to do a cake cutting ceremony and i was like absolutely not (laughs) don't make me do anything else Uh, i'm done uh we also i don't think i've ever discussed this on the podcast if i have everyone i apologize but we are dj uh obviously i got married in the spring of 2021 which was kind of a wild time it was when people were like finally kind of starting to gather again for big events but you still had like some covid restrictions to your events and my dj was very lovely he had this like really easy to use website he was great 
we had I talked to him like very specifically about like certain things again like the song I was walking down the aisle to it's a long song the first like two minutes of it is very like mellow and the walk down the aisle is not that long so I was like my dude like I wanted to start it this time so that way it should crescendo just right for when I like make it to Mike and he's like yeah yeah got it um, he was great. And then two days before my wedding, he called us to let us know that he had COVID and obviously would not be attending our wedding. And that was a bit of a bummer. But thankfully, he was a DJ. He was like the head DJ of like his own little like DJ company. So he had other DJs under him. And he's like, I've got a couple people that are free. I'm literally trying to get with them to figure out who can cover. Um, like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, no, like, obviously, like, please feel better. Like, I'm amazed that you're, like, hustling, trying to get me a new DJ right now, honestly. Like, glad you're feeling well enough for that. And so he hustled, and he contacted a couple of his DJs that he thought were available. And one of them, because he was like, well, I've got this one guy and this other guy who usually does – I can't remember the way he worded it, but I think he basically said, like, usually does bilingual weddings. And I go, oh, that's cool. And I was like, he's still going to, like, go by, like, my recommendations and stuff, right? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, because – um. Here's the thing. I'm really white and most of the people attending my wedding are going to be very white. And I don't think like (laughs) reggaeton is going to be the vibe of my wedding. (laughs) I love it. It's great music, but I don't think that's going to be the vibe of my wedding. And so I was like, no, 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 of course, of course. So he gets us in touch with that guy and he obviously kind of explains some things to him about us as, you know, what we wanted musically. He shows them our list, but then obviously that DJ wanted to like have a little chat with us. So like, I think it was the day before our wedding, we had to get on a chat with this, like before we went to our rehearsal dinner, I had to talk to my new DJ for like an hour on the phone going over stuff. And I will say he did a very good job, especially considering the fact that he had like 48 hours notice and only had talked to us as a couple 24 hours notice. But there were a few things that I was like, oh, that's not where you wanted that song played. Um, But he got all the big moments like he did the right last song. He did um, obviously like he didn't mess up our first dance or like anything. Like, so he got all of that. Right. So like, honestly, all things considered, my dude, kudos. But one of the things was our cake cutting. He did put on a song that I was like, oh, this is not what we had picked. <laughs> but I was like, I am not that concerned about it. Nobody knows that it was supposed to be. So, like, it's fine. Uh, but, yeah, it was just a little bit of a a stressful moment to the wedding. Yes. The DJ played the wrong song for my uh, bridesmaids walking down the aisle. Mm. Oh, yes. I was doing all instrumentals of Disney songs mm-hmm. for walking down the aisle. So this one, it was... um. I don't remember which song it was, but if it's not instrumental, it's extremely cartoony. And he played the extremely cartoony one and it was like fucking mice talking and stuff. And I was like, this isn't what I asked for. But I was just like, you know what? We're here. It's okay, happening. I don't care. I can say as someone who is a guest in attendance, it did not. The hearing some mice talk did not bother me. After the ceremony was over, he like ran over to us and he apologized about the wrong song for like literally 15 minutes. And I was like, it's okay. It's okay, like, we're past it. <laughs> we're moving on. We've moved on. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. So I was just like, whatever. But yeah, I was like, oh God, you really think I wanted to play a cartoon song walking down my, come on, man. But whatever. Uh, it was fine. DJs, men, bless them. Weddings. Weddings. <laughs> really expensive party it was good we also were talking about that a little bit today um this lovely lady that i work with her 25th wedding anniversary is is not too far 
down the pipeline and she was saying her children are like really want them to do like a vow renewal or like throw some kind of party and she was like listen i did that 25 years ago and it cost a lot of money and it was very stressful to plan great time loved it but i would never do it again she goes if you all want to do that by all means knock yourselves out but i ain't lifting a finger <laughs> she was like i'm not spending a dime yeah. and i'm not lifting a finger and i was like damn straight and i go yeah that's the thing these children they don't know they don't know how stressful it is they don't know how much it costs they're like oh that's they fun. don't know let's have a party and you're like oh fun they said oh okay it is once you My... get there like it 100 percent is fun yeah yeah you're there doing it but the entire lead up is miserable torture <laughs> absolutely torture. i didn't enjoy i'm not gonna lie i didn't enjoy a single part of wedding planning i did not i did not like any of it it was like if i could make a decision without really even thinking about it i did yeah like the venue was like we can make your centerpieces for you and i was like absolutely knock yourselves out i do whatever you want as a millennial woman I can't express to you how torturous it is planning a wedding because you have to make so many phone calls. And you want to know what I can't do as a millennial yeah. woman? Make a fucking phone call. I'm like, oh my God, I'm terrified. This is the scariest thing. I got so much anxiety. Like, every time I'm like, like, to go. They'd be like, just want to hop on a call real quick. And I'm like, I'd rather do anything but actually. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't want Can you just email me about this? Can you can you text me? Can you text me about my floral arrangements? no mm -hmm. okay my f <laughs> my freaking florist dude like my flowers ended up being absolutely stunning mm. but i could not get in touch with her at all at all she wasn't answering any emails she wasn't answering any texts i wasn't calling oh no i did call a couple times they didn't answer i was like losing my shit and um and i like a, the communication between us was so bad that, like, I thought that every groomsman was getting a boutonniere, and she only made one for Andrew. And I was like, You're like that and my doesn't seem dad, I think. And I was like, this isn't what I wanted. It was the, like, resort's in-house florist. So I was like, you know, it's going to be fine. But, like, holy shit. You got to answer a bride's email. Yeah. She's losing her She's mind. She's losing her mind. <laughs> I can assure you she is losing her ever-loving mind. That it's... Mm, mm. Yeah. I did not enjoy it, but it was a fantastic party. Yeah. We had so much fun. Yes. It was beautiful. My brother and his girl... is fiance. Hey, hello. Love. are planning their wedding right now and I've been talking to her a little bit about it and she's just like I can't believe how expensive it is and I'm like yes yeah just joke you're like just wait and when you think you're like okay we've got all the big costs out of the way another one just comes out of nowhere at you and you're like damn I didn't know that was that expensive you ask the freaking dress alterations person how much do you think this is gonna be all said and done and they say $300 and you say okay cool and then it ends up being $700 yeah. and you're like okay yeah. Not what I was originally quoted, it's but a lot. My husband is uh going to be a groomsman in a wedding upcoming here and he has never gotten anything tailored, altered, whatever, and the groom found this website where you like you basically take your own measurements or you can obviously go to a place and get measured, which is what I suggested to my husband, <laughs> which is neither here nor there. And you send in all your measurements and they make you like a custom suit, like a tailored suit to your specifications that you sent in. And my husband was all like, 
you know, like, oh, it's the fanciest thing I've ever done. I've never, like, basically had a tailored suit. He's never been to gotten alterations on anything or had anything tailored in his life because he's a man. You know what I mean? Like, they don't. What about they it? don't do Not that. even his wedding Not suit. Not even his wedding suit. Nope, sure didn't. We bought that bitch off the rack. Um, and he looked wow. really handsome in it. So yeah, not even his uh, for our own wedding he did. did he do so I was like, oh sure, you're so this suit is more expensive than the suit that he wore for our wedding and is like fancier schmancier with the customization whatever. And I was like, it's fine, I'm not offended. Just kidding, I really am not. I don't care. I love the suit that he wore. <laughs> he was comfortable in it. We got a great deal. Like we love that. But so I had to measure him and I was like, I really don't feel comfortable doing this. I really rather you just go somewhere. I'm like you can go to any like place and they will measure you like any place that sells suits and they will measure you it is free like but again he is a fellow millennial and he was like mm, talking to people so he was not about it so mind you this was before i think uh a lions playoff game like 20 minutes before he's like just do a couple it took y'all like almost a half hour to get all the measurements that they asked and we had to because like, it would explain things i had to like watch video tutorials and be like four fingers below the belly button it was the pain in the ass i was very frustrated <laughs> but anyways we took all these measurements and i was like i am very nervous about sending this off i hope this comes out all right he gets the jacket the jacket is great the pants like and, and just i don't like in a one like they fit around the waist they're long enough but it's almost like in the crotch region they're weird like the i don't know it's like tighter i don't know they like there's like a gapping that's happening so he emailed them hmm. back they're gonna send him new pants long story short but before that they said one of the other options is is that they might send him to get it altered and they would just reimburse him because it's like guaranteed this suit will fit you whatever like that's their their guarantee at this company right which is lovely so like all of this that we're having to do like as at no cost to us great so he was all he was asking me he was like hey um you've had dresses altered before because pretty much any wedding i've ever been in any bridesmaid dress yeah. i had that alter obviously my wedding you know dress i had to have altered and so he's like you've had you know things altered before how much does it run you and i go oh well, this probably not that much, but because what do you say? It's like the last time you got something altered, and I go, "You mean my wedding dress? Yeah, that cost a lot of money." I'm like, "This is not a comparison <laughs> yeah. to your pants being fixed." He's like, "How much did that run you? You don't want to know. <laughs> you don't want to know. That's you don't want to know." <laughs> and I'm like, oh, "At all? I don't think that what I had done is 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 going to be what you're having done. It shouldn't cost you as much." I got. I hope not. Anyhow, usually it's like. For me, it's just because I'm short. I have to like hem every single bridesmaid's dress I've ever owned. Um, yeah. Which is fine. Honestly, it's not like that big of a deal. But yeah. Yeah. Like a wedding dress alteration. You can't even like I got pants altered one time. It was like 20 bucks. Right. <laughs> Get a wedding dress altered. It's like freaking $700. It's like you could buy a whole new goddamn dress for the amount of money that you spend yes. to alter this one. You're like, oh, yes. oh, this. I, oh, I already spent way too much money on this dress. Now I'm gonna spend a little more. Okay, but you know what? Damn it, if you don't feel like a princess for a day, so I don't know. Mm -hmm. Worth it, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe worth it. I don't know. It's a lot of money, and I again, like, I set a budget on my dress. Like, I wasn't trying to. We are thrifty ladies, okay? We were not like extravagant wedding throwers by any means, okay? Um, so it's people who actually were like, we're setting a budget on this. It still costs us an arm and a leg. So, you know, yeah. take that as you will. Any, any listeners, yes. let us, let us know about your wedding dress alterations. We'd love to know. Honestly, it is fun They're... commiserating with people like fellow brides. You're like, mm, yeah, that was a good time. One then. <laughs> yeah. You're like best day of my life, but holy, holy shit. shit. Was it stressful? Holy 
I'm never doing never it doing again. that again. Never, That's for hell ever. sure. Mm-mm. I do. Speaking of the wedding that my husband is going to be in, I do feel a little bit better because sometimes like. Again, you watch these shows like Bridezilla and you're like, these crazy bitches. And then you like go through the the stress of planning a wedding and you're like, I feel for them a little bit. Not all of them because some of them are crazy and really mean and like have a lot of rules. I I really like my whole thing was like, I'm not going to let this stress me. I want to be a laid back bride, yada, yada, yada. And I definitely like during wedding weekend got stressed out at a few points. And then I was upset with myself for being stressed out because I was like, oh, my God, I'm that person. Like, this is so dumb. But, like, by all means, if anyone out there who is listening is planning a wedding, go ahead and cry. Like, it's fine. You're not a bad person. You're not – if you snap at someone, apologize to them. But you're not a bad person. It's going to happen. It is a very stressful time. And, like, I just want you to know that. And you're not a bad person for being upset or frustrated at certain points. But – no. With that said, um, everyone, of course, was very nice to me during my wedding weekend. And, you know, everyone was like, no, like, are great, whatever, which they probably were like, that's crazy lady. But everyone was nice to me for the most part. But I felt really, like, validated and better when my uh, – our friend Kyle, who is going to be – that's the, the wedding that my uh, husband is going to be in, um, messaged me a couple months back and was like, hey, now that I'm going – because he's been in a lot of weddings, but this is obviously the first time he's had to plan one. And he's like, now that we are planning a wedding, he's like, I just really want to commend you. This is so stressful now. I cannot imagine what it must have been like during COVID. Like, I just really, like, want to let you know, like, kudos. And I was like, thank you so much. I really needed to hear that. I actually feel so validated right now. Yeah. I had no COVID restrictions, no fear of COVID whatsoever. Well, you know, the Always regular like the, regular amount. And <laughs> Yeah, it's always floating. Yeah, exactly. But um, I was, yeah, I can't imagine doing it during a pandemic. No. I cannot at all. It was really, it was not a good time. 10 out of 10 would not recommend doing it. Again, I'm happy that I did it and that I, my wedding day is the wedding date. Like, I can't imagine it being, I was talking to someone not too long ago because obviously most of the people that like know about my wedding, like knew me during that time were there or knew of it or, you know, whatever. But, you know, since moving, like, there's this whole new subset of people that I talk to all the time that did not know me during the getting married process and did not know what my wedding was like. And so I was explaining to someone that, like, we all wore masks at my wedding because, like, it was indoors for reception. Like, that's what you did. And she was like, oh, like, that's – like, I can't imagine. Like, that makes me really sad. And I go, you know what? It made me really sad in the lead up to it. And now I really am so unfazed by it. Like I look at pictures and it does not bother me. Like it truly doesn't. And I was so worried for the longest time that it would. And now I think it's like sort of cool. And again, it just showed that like clearly like we all cared about each other. Like no one was trying to get anyone sick. Yeah. And like if that's what shows in pictures is that uh, people cared and loved each other enough to not want to injure <laughs> their fellow man at this party, then like I'm fine with that. Like that's that's a-okay. And again, like our professional photos, obviously none of us are wearing masks and those are the ones you usually are showing people you know what I mean like that's what yeah. you're posting on Valentine's Day is like your pretty professional one where they've like floofed your dress for you and everything um yes, but I did that got to got to we paid a lot of money for those photos y'all and we're gonna <laughs> show up yeah. for years to come y'all gonna see them showing them down your throat actually... <laughs> it's crazy but I mean I think if I remember correctly I made 
sure our first dance was like as short as possible. Yeah, which I think um, is the way to go because if you're out there for too long, you feel really awkward. You don't realize how long like a two or three minute song is until you're the whole room is staring at you. And then you're like, all right, well, which is why yeah. I just was like, we're going to lightsaber duel because if people are going to stare at me some more today after they've already stared at me enough earlier today. I'm gonna have fucking fun with it. I'm not just gonna like. I'm not a good dancer. My husband is not. I love dancing, but like, my husband and I are not good dancers. And I was like, if people are gonna stare at me, we're gonna have fun with it. <laughs> we danced for like yeah. 30 seconds at the end, and we lightsaber dueled for like a minute. So that that's what I was for. I was like, I do not want people. They they already got to stare at me dance with my dad. It was good, enough. and I was like trying not to cry, um, because I had a lightsaber duel to do, and I didn't want to be all like for plumped. So I was like, Dad don't make me cry bless him oh i have a question for you Mm -hmm. um as somebody with the relationship that you have with your parents me and my friend victoria we're talking about how people are posting on instagram for valentine's day saying like like pictures of their kids and being like my forever valentine and everyone and like me and victoria were like that's weird because like your parents are valentine but me and victoria we're not really tight with our parents like that right right so i was like i'll ask bethany yeah bethany um, is your dad your valentine yeah yes he is um my my daddy um he he doesn't have social media so he doesn't ever like post anything obviously um which i can't imagine my dad having social media it would just be so weird he would never post things he would just like get lost staring at photos of his family and like crying about them because he just loves us so goddamn much which honestly is really precious but he really precious obviously growing up we were always he's you know hashtag girl dad he had all daughters so we were all like his valentines and including my mom obviously (laughs) and um and he would get us all candy and to this day he gets me valentine's day candy my parents came up a couple weeks ago and he brought me a valentine's day like you know the little sorted chocolates and a heart um yeah i don't think maybe like I really don't think there's been a single year in my entire life that he has not given me candy. Um, and he will always – he used to call before he knew how to text or before, like, texting was really a thing. Um, so even when I didn't, like, live in the house anymore, he would call and, like, wish me a happy Valentine's Day, which I mean my mom does too. Um, she'll, like, you know, like, text me whenever happy Valentine's Day. But – and she texted me happy Valentine's Day yesterday. Ladies celebrating ladies. And, yeah, so today he texted me and he said happy Valentine's Day and that he loved me. Um so yeah, so I guess Aww. I'm still my dad's Valentine. In a sense, he gets me candy and he wishes me a happy one. We're not like weird about it, but, like, but yeah, but we, <laughs> but we, yeah, like but we like you know celebrate it. I guess yeah. <laughs> Growing up, my dad always got me like I've never had negative uh, feelings about Valentine's Day because first of all, it's like love yourself, right. and um, I know that sounds like a fucking rude thing to say as someone who's married. I, but I like I wasn't married right. for a long for time. Long time. Um, We've all so, had our single Valentine's Day and I yes. like those just as much as I like them with having someone in my life, you know? Yeah. Honestly, me and Andrew don't even do yeah, anything. Same. But anyway, um, yeah, my dad always bought me candy growing up. I always loved that. Um, and now he does. He does text. He texted me and my sisters in a group chat today. Happy Thanksgiving. So I Happy guess Thanksgiving today is what he's saying. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and then you're Happy. like, we might need to check into Dad's <laughs> memory. Have we screened him? I mean, he's seventy five yeah. now, so <laughs> like, it's getting crazy. 
<laughs> yeah, he takes me happy. He sends me whatever holiday he's thinking. He just wishes me happy. <laughs> he texts me happy July, happy Fourth of July. July, and you know December. <laughs> happy July. <laughs> happy July, everyone. This has gone off the rails. I love it, honestly. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what we were going to talk about initially, yeah. but we have not. This has been we just went on like gun control and love and wedding stress. This is what today has been. Yes. And you know what? Those yes. are topical things for the day that we are recording. Again, like we said, unfortunately, we right before we recorded got that uh, terrible news. And then, yes. yeah, just love's been on the brain all day. So, <laughs> so sorry. This is what you yes. all get. I hope you enjoyed some of it. I, yes. I had a good time. I hope you can <laughs> relate. Yeah. I mean, I hope, or, or you know what I want to know? If you loved planning your wedding and you were like, this is the best thing ever, I want you to DM us Please. because I would love to get inside a brain of somebody like that. Who enjoyed um, this. <laughs> Yes. Like, I think I would enjoy planning someone else's yes, wedding. Yes. But my own. That I could get behind. It, Willow, you're not supposed to have both of them. Oh Y'all, being a mother is hard. Yes. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Did your dad didn't do that today, too? <laughs> my parents will not acknowledge that my dogs are my kids. And I think that's rude. My mom. Obviously, on speaking of like parents and holidays and stuff, on Mother's Day, obviously, I text my mom and my sisters um, about Mother's Day. But my mom will always like say something nice to me too, and I'm like, I'm not like, I mean, I am a real mom. My dog is my child, but I was like, it's not the same as Megan and Sarah. But thanks, mom, for still being nice to me. (laughs) It's absolutely not the same. Still making me feel. We actually do give crap to my dad. Quick, funny thing. Again, he's a sweet, sweet, precious man who still gives me a box of chocolates every year. But we do give him some shit because, like, obviously, like, his kids, he, he we're obviously still, like, his worlds. But, like, we joke around that we're second fiddle now that he has grandkids, which is, like, how it's, like, kind of supposed to be. You know, like, yeah. obviously, they get grandkids and, like, they kind of turn into the center of their world and they want to spoil them or whatever. So he and my mom are visiting. And my mom was like, oh, let's go take a picture. Like, we were, you know, right here downtown. It's a cute little area. Like, let's take a picture. Okay, cool. So take a picture. And then she asked my dad, do you want to take a picture? Uh, and he's like, no, I'm good. And I go, oh, it's fine. But I bet if one of your granddaughters asked you, you would have gone and take He's like, all right. Well, I guess I'll take a picture. <laughs> so I posted up to And I was like, it's fine. I was like, you literally love taking, like, looking at family pictures of the family. And we asked you to take a picture. And you're like, no, I don't need to do that right now. Um. So, yeah, so we were just, like, ragging on him a little bit. So sometimes we guilt trip him. Like, he went to um, – for my nephew's birthday, like, they went to Legoland or whatever. So he drove, like, an hour and a half. And, like, the next weekend I happened to come into town – and we wanted to go get ice cream. And he's like, it's 20 minutes that ice cream shop. I'm not driving to go get ice cream. And I go, oh, but you drove an hour and a half for Sawyer's birthday. <laughs> I do enjoy doing that to him all the time now. I'm like, so I'm like, I bet if I had children, you'd love me more. <laughs> and he's like, oh, stop it. You know I love you. Da, 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 da. Um, but yeah, much love yeah. to my dad. He's a, he's a good egg. We just like to give him a hard time. But he's used to it. He lived in a house full of all women. So he knows he's the butt of the joke <laughs> like he, he's accepted yeah. his role in our family <laughs> bless him i love that bless him i mean 
my I mean I I'm ditching my brothers and sisters for their kids anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You're like just so they know. <laughs> just FYI, <laughs> they are the center of my yeah. world. <laughs> I always feel again, we started at the top of this episode talking about the fact that I have a new niece who is adorable. And I like almost felt really bad because like my sister, you know, like obviously was sending a snap and like the nice thing to do is be like, How are you doing, mom? Whatever. And I'm like, baby, how's the baby? And I'm like, and you, Sarah, how you doing? <laughs> And I was like, I'm terrible. I do care, obviously, how she is doing. And she is still a person, even though she, you know, has two children. Don't want to take that away from her. But um, she's a person outside of her children. But when there's a new baby, y'all, it's really hard to, like, not get distracted with the cute new baby. Like, you want to go give a hug to the cute new baby, obviously. So, I can't wait to give her hugs. I don't know when I'm going to see her, but hopefully soon. I was just going to ask if you had a trip planned. No, not yet. Um, I'm a busy lady and I have an oral surgery to pay for my dog. Um, but <laughs> at one point I would like to go visit her. I was also like, when y'all, when y'all head to the East Coast, <laughs> when's your next East Coast visit? Probably not anytime soon with the new baby, but hopefully we'll see. I love me a good baby son. Uh, yeah. Me too. I think without further ado, we'll probably wrap up here, y'all. I know this was a weird Chaos Thursday, but we call it Chaos Thursday for a reason. We do. Um, Love is in the air. It's been a week of love. It's been a week of a little bit of anger and sadness because of terrible people doing terrible things, and no one wants to put into laws things to stop it but i digress but, I, but anyways. anyways i hope you all had a lovely valentine's day a lovely valentine's day just a lovely week of love love yourself and take care of yourselves first and foremost again as i went on my own little anxiety spiral earlier it's very easy sometimes to do that and um yeah just take care of yourselves 100 take care of yourselves Happy July! Happy July!